Private Lender Podcast, Episode 31. The Private Lender Podcast quote of the day comes to us from Ben Bernanke, who said, It is not the responsibility of the Federal Reserve, nor would it be appropriate to protect lenders and investors from the consequences of their financial decisions. This is the Private Lender Podcast, the show that shares practical advice and know-how for new and seasoned lenders, from private mortgages on single-family houses to joint ventures on commercial projects and beyond. Discover details about investment vehicles that you won't find at your local bank or online broker. Listen and learn from private lenders and real estate investors, as well as from professionals and entrepreneurs, as they share the details, strategies, and the insight that allows for successful and prosperous lending. Now, get ready to increase your ROI. Here's your host, Keith Baker. Greetings, Lender Nation, and welcome to the Private Lender Podcast, the show dedicated to teaching private lenders how to mitigate risks and increase their yields. My name is Keith Baker, and this is episode number 31. And today I'd like to discuss something that's probably on everyone's mind, and that is, in which stage of the market cycle do we find ourselves in the summer of 2018? I recently stumbled across a few events that gave me pause and a reason to think about just exactly what stage we may or may not be in, and also market cycles in general. But before I run down today's rabbit hole, let's go ahead and thank our sponsor. 713 RIA invites you to come out and experience one of the fastest growing RIA groups in the greater Houston area. The goal of 713 RIA is to provide quality information to every level of investor. The organizers Landon Rothstein and Ray Sasser have found that no matter where you are in the investing process, those investors who effectively network are far more successful than those who don't. And 713 RIA is geared to help you both get the information you need and provide the networking that will propel your investing. For more information, please visit 713RIA.com. That's 713REIA.com. Okay, I'd like to thank 713 RIA for their sponsorship of the Private Lender Podcast. And I encourage everyone to come out to the next meeting and learn a wealth of knowledge. And you can say hello to yours truly at the Private Lender Podcast vendor table. And don't forget about the Quest IRA Self-Directed IRA Expo that's going to be held on August 25th and 26th, 2018 in Dallas, Texas. Don't forget to use promo code BAKEREXPO for a 25% discount off your tickets. And you can go to the show notes page for the link for the purchase of those tickets. And of course, you can go to privatelenderpodcast.com forward slash events for details and more information on these and other upcoming events. All right. Let's go ahead and jump into the heart of the matter. This episode is going to come in, I think I'm going to publish it at the end of July, and it's kind of out of sequence, but something happened recently that I just felt like I um, I wanted to get out there. On the, I recorded it on, on, on the podcast and out to your ears, and I've been, I've been traveling quite a bit for, for the day job, spending a lot of times in uh, airports and hotels. And while I was pulling up, trying to get some internet access, I saw the Yahoo homepage had an article that uh, the housing market has, has slowed down recently and why this might not bode well for the market in general. And I decided not to click on it, figuring it might be some type of clickbait or gloom and doom. I didn't even look to see if it was a sponsored link or story, you know, or if it was actually, you know, Real news, fake news, whatever, and you know went on about my way and continued my travels. And just yesterday, I was flying back home and sitting on the plane, 
in a, you know, in the normal course of a flight, some people get louder than others. I heard a guy talking about a project that he and his buddy were trying to move ahead with. And apparently this particular passenger had gotten a hold of some plans for, I believe it was four townhomes on a very small, limited amount of acreage, square footage of, of a lot. And that a, a somebody who, who plays, I believe it was for the Baltimore Ravens or the Philadelphia Eagles, had done, these were the plans that this pro football player used on a recent real estate deal and that he and his buddy were going to try to do the the same thing. And of course, you know, just kind of piqued my interest. So I took one, one earbud out and was listening to the conversation. And as it turns out, the, the gentleman who was talking very loudly about four rows behind me, from what I could tell, didn't have any experience with any real estate. He, he seemed to be some type of uh, I would say consultant, and I, I say that just by dress and 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 look and air. I don't know how to how else to say how, uh, other than you know I just use good old common sense and prejudice to figure out that this guy might be a consultant. But it just it it, it kind of got me thinking about okay, this guy doesn't seem like he's very well versed in. I mean, he didn't seem very well versed in real estate investment jargon, let alone real estate development jargon. So it just led me to think that while I was sitting on the plane, I said, oh, I said, this, this could be a sign. You know, when, when everyone, when there's no fear and everyone's trying to do it, that might, this might just be a sign that we could be towards the top of the market and, and on our way down. Now, am I calling the market top as much as I would love to and feed my ego? No, I'm not. All I'm saying is that Seeing that article, and just a day or two later, hearing this guy on the plane talk with great enthusiasm about this project, and it just, you know, and look, I'm not a, a real estate developer. I, I don't even pretend to play one on TV. Uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm a part-time investor at best, and I don't do it for a living. I don't make loans for a living. I do it because I enjoy it and to supplement my income. But it just seemed very obvious to me that this the guy who was talking, the, 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 it, was like, it, it almost seemed like the louder he was talking, the more he was trying to convince somebody and it, that it was a good deal. And maybe, maybe he was trying to convince himself. But it gave me pause. And I said, you know what? Maybe now's the time to not radically shift investment philosophy and strategy. But maybe now's the time to start moving towards that direction. I'm not going to sit here and bore you with all types of data except some very simple facts. It's 10 years past the last market crash and meltdown in real estate and the stock market. And if history shows us anything, bull markets usually run about eight months. I'm sorry, (laughs) eight years. Uh, So by that logic, we are long overdue and some people are getting skittish. And, And seeing something on Yahoo doesn't, you know that in and of itself doesn't readily register with me, but something about that article or that headline that I saw—I didn't even read the article, but seeing that headline and listening to this guy on the plane—I can't help but wonder: Have we rounded that corner? And look, we we might not. We might have another three, four, eight quarters. Who knows how much longer this can go? Or twelve, sixteen? Who knows how many quarters, how many years this may go? Or it could all shut down tomorrow. 
I, I don't know. I don't have a crystal ball. But I just can't help but feel that we might want to be a little more cautious moving going forward. So how is this going to affect my strategy and how I'm going to change things now? And then what I'm going to give you at the end, I'm going to give you a little kind of like, I guess, the seventh sign, so to speak. So when the gates of hell open uh, that, that I'm looking for before I hit the panic button. But to radically shift my investment philosophy isn't going to really change anything at this point. However, as loans come due and they become paid off, I don't think I'm going to be so eager to put them back to work just yet. And I'll tell you why. While I don't recommend anyone sit back and stay in cash, it is the safest of the safest positions. So if things start to unfold, I want to be holding cash. And and not so much to, I mean, yes, to preserve what little wealth I have accumulated and what I used to make loans with. So, but preservation isn't my main concern at this point in the where we may be in the market cycle. But if I figured if I get just a little more conservative, I'll have a little more cash that's going to be liquid and I'll be able to jump on opportunities as they present themselves. So as long as I just kind of throttle back a little bit, I, the way my, my, think, my thinking is I'll have some cash available and I'll have some sitting back ready to pounce when the time is right. Because I'm looking, I'm looking forward to that for sale sign when there's blood in the streets and everyone's blaming predatory lending and blaming this and there's a, there's a bunch of finger pointing going on. That's when great deals are made. That's when huge exchanges in wealth occur. And I want to be ready for that. So I'm not getting defensive for the sake of playing defense. I want to go in because I want to go in all in. I want to go. So I want to put a push all my chips into the center of the table when the time is right. And I don't know if that's going to be in a, in a month or in a year, but I can't help but think it's going to be soon. So rather than getting really tight on my lending, I'm just going to throttle back and try to hold a little more cash and see what market conditions bring us. See what the retail market has in store for us. You know, this is a, this is times when, you know, locking up money for three years at eight or nine percent might not be a bad idea. You can go finance somebody's owner finance deal, you know, right out the storm. Who's to say? I don't know. I just wanted to bring this up to everyone's attention, uh, really to foster a dialogue, I guess. And I'd like to know what do you think? If you're listening to this, please drop me an email at info at privatelenderpodcast.com and just let me know what you think. You know, if, if, if the real estate and the stock market run in cycles and these cycles are a nine inning baseball game and, you know, the first inning is right after the crash and the ninth inning is right before the crash, what ending do you think we're in? Right or wrong doesn't matter. Just curious to see what you, the listener, thinks. And to that to that point as well, it you can use that email, info at privatelenderpodcast.com to let me know what type of topics you'd like to hear. If you have particular questions you'd like me to answer during an episode or have a an episode that discusses that, that particular topic, drop me a line. Let me know. Info at privatelenderpodcast.com. Well, that's going to do it for today. I hope you've enjoyed this musing, this rant, whatever you want to call it. But I just, I got really excited when I heard that guy on the plane say that, talk about his project, because I'm thinking 
if everybody's doing it, then everyone's going to stop soon, and that's when we can go make a killing. And so, with the old adage being that pigs get fat and hogs get slaughtered, you know, I think it's the pigs that get they get they get they get fat off the hogs after they die. So, be ready. Whether it be a month, a year, or three years from now, who knows? But maybe it's time we start putting a little bit of healthy skepticism into the way we see the market. And speaking of skepticism, I told you earlier I'd give you a, the seventh sign or you know what, I, what I'm going to look for before I hit the panic button. Whenever somebody says, this time it's different, be afraid, be very afraid, and respond accordingly. Because corrections are always different until they're not. And then they're just another correction. And with that, I wish you healthy, happy, and prosperous investing, and of course, private lending. I'll catch you on the next episode. Take care. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Private Lender Podcast with your host, Keith Baker. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit privatelenderpodcast.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review, and we'll catch you next time.